You are listening to the Firecracker Podcast with Tony Rico. All right. Hello, everybody. We're back in the studio, and we've got, uh, gosh, it used to be Batbuster Coach. Now it's Batbuster President. And now I'm going to go ahead and throw in uh, my friend Mike Stith. Ooh. Very good. How's that? So yeah. welcome back, Mike. Appreciate you coming back thanks in. For, thanks for having me down. And today uh, we, we want to just really kind of hit on our event we've got a, uh, an event our bbfc so socal event two coming up it's like cal jam two mm-hmm. i'm just full of my my, my ideas and your age like that. yeah <laughs> exactly um but you know last year we uh we you know again the the kind of the concepts that we that we come up together and what we wanted to execute last year and so let's start with that like how did you feel about last year's uh, event? Well, you know, our vision was kind of to bring everybody in and appeal to everybody. We did a huge camp. It was huge. Yeah, we. I think we pulled through like 300 kids, and uh, you know, in that day and that five, I, it was busy. rotating them through. It was it was busy, and um, but like anything, everything else we've done, we we start it and we nudge it and we start tweaking it as we go. And I think sure. that we have some different ideas for this year. Um, based off of the feedback and, and, you know, we can talk to the coaches. Everything we do is based off the feedback we get. Right. Um, we're never going to do anything. Well, this is half we ha- we're going to do it this way. That's we've always done it by getting good feedback from the coaches. And that's and why we're doing this so that people can hear the concept behind, you know, the vision and why, why are we doing this? Sure. Right? Why are we doing this? Because it is about, uh, it's not a perfect science no. and, and we're, and the only promise we're going to make is that we're going to keep trying. Yeah. Because I'm certainly not afraid to fail. And, neither and speak are you. up. We right. want them to speak right. up. I mean, grab us. I mean, we'll be, I remember last year we were, uh, we were emptying trash cans at six o'clock in the evening on Sunday and we were just right. walking around. But um, it, it, it is by their contribution of what they're trying to achieve and, and fit in the system. But we're going to listen to them, right. and that's what we're going to do. So, and I think if we can get our parents and coaches to understand, and the example that we try to set is rather than complain about what what's not right, uh, is let's let's look at the problem and attack the problem, not the people around it, and then let's just make an effort to, to make it better. So, yep. I think one of the the things we wanted to appeal to last year is I I, I mentioned it's kind of like we appealed to the masses, so we appealed to a, a larger group of people, a larger camp, all the uncommitted kids, but something I want people do understand is part of our responsibility is to always work to provide something that people want. Well, we've got some different aspects of that. So there's what players need. There's what uh, coaches need and what coaches want. There's what parents want. There's what college coaches want, you know? So we start with, and this year I think um, our dialogue started with, let's put ourselves in the, in the, college coaches Mm -hmm. and and whether it's it's well attended or this because that's always kind of a pitfall of the tournaments right so it's a showcase and we're gonna get coaches there and then oh they were there they were there they weren't there and let's not worry about that let's let's focus on the value of okay we're we're gonna have a, a decent attendance of coaches but let's let's put that secondary let's focus on value what does a college coach want to see what do they not what do they not want to see nowadays if you're a college coach well, I think that they spend so much time on the road and now in the fall with their recruiting window so narrow, they're going to have to see as much as their eyes can see in a very short time frame. And I think that it's important for us to stand back and look at is the value, and you and I have discussed, discussed the structure of the traditional, you know, 50 kids hitting on one field and 25 pitchers on another field and then two fields of defense. And, and there's value to all that, and it has been the – basically the staple model for the last few years 
um, we want to try and change that a little bit right. because the main feedback we got from our coaches was they wanted to play two days. They wanted to play a couple more games, but they want, they still want the value of the exposure. And, right. and so that's how we started this whole conversation about changing a little well, bit. Well, and I think that the, to maximize the amount of players you could put on a field, because again, time was of the essence, but we had a few years of that. And so now it's time. So now imagine watching, you know, a lot of, uh, you're looking at 50 puppies to pick out two, you know? Yeah. So it's, that's a lot of 50 Picking to two, right? You know? Tree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's, so it, it, it kind of, uh, it, it plays out after a while. So this year we're thinking, okay. And so this is for our, our, our coaches grasp this concept presentation is key think about it uh, i use a lot of analogies so these college coaches are like record producers they're like uh you know nfl scouts they're uh you know they're buyers right so when you're going to buy something when you're going to look at something you're going to okay this is a show this is entertainment as well so what is it that's going to draw you into people and uh i think that that's important to everyone talks about the recruiting and where we're going to be but how good is our product I mean, I hit it hard with our team, and I really try to send that message to mm-hmm. our coaches that you have to understand, would you buy that player? Would mm-hmm. you invest the money in that product? Like, think about I, I know our responsibility, and we're serving our families, and that's number one, but we also have our credibility. So if we, we, we feel great about the value we've created in our players, then we can feel good about, even if there's no buyers there, you know you've got a heck of a show, because when you got a heck of a show, or you got someone that can play, Someone's going to find you, right? Yeah. You know, so yeah. I, I think that's important. So this year, I want to change the concept a little bit. Mm-hmm. We're going to give our coaches an opportunity to deliver. Yeah. Right? So pregame. Yes. 15 minutes. What are we thinking? Yeah. We want to, our, our traditional, baseball does this all the time. When I was with the Pride, we did this every game. Um, we're going to do a, a, a showcase infield workout. Um, my vision of this is we have 15 minutes and we can easily go through an infield and outfield workout in 15 minutes to show the pace of things, to show what you're trying to do with the infield and outfield. Um, and in 15 minutes, you can probably highlight the, the good side of players, the challenging side of players to let and present to you, to the coaches, this is what these kids are capable of doing. Um, but we also, it's kind of a, a stretch to put it on the coaches as well. Everybody wants to be involved. It's a new everybody, responsibility. Yeah, everybody sure. wants that opportunity to be seen. I mean, you know, they want to hold the bat out there when people are watching their kids and, and, and deliver for their kids. So I think it puts a little bit more on them. And like we have discussed, I'm not going to leave them out there. I'm going to be as many teams as I can um, to help do infield or um, to help uh, advise the outfield or t- and talk to the kids while they're going through it to pick the pace right, up of different right. things. But we want to put some of the structure on the coaches um, to own their teams, um, to have a little more responsibility, and the pleasure of highlighting their kids, what they do well in front of college coaches. And so, you and I want to be there to help them. So yeah. so look at it. Let's say, uh, let's guesstimate approximately two-hour game slots. And so that should leave us about uh, a half hour uh, per slot to do 15 so Travis is going to work this out, but let's say 12 minutes to 15 minutes, even if it's 11 to 14, something yeah. you can, you can really tweak drills by yeah. 30 seconds a minute. That's a piece of cake. So you'll have, let's say 12 to 15 minutes to present your teams. Now, what does that mean? Okay. So think of it not only now from your end of it, because we have, uh, 
a certain amount of coaches that are going to get really excited mm-hmm. and can't wait to hit a fungo and, yeah. and show their skills. And then yeah. we have a certain amount of coaches like, oh, oh, oh this is not Ooh. what I really do. And yeah. that's, and you kind of realize you get exposed a little bit. That's okay. Because this isn't about, this is your best presentation. This is your first presentation. Yeah. And so just like what we're doing with the structure of things, you're, you're going to learn yeah. and you're going to know what you're doing well that people want to see that 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 presents your 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 players well whether it's athleticism uh, energy synergy uh, you know different types of drills whatever it is but you have an opportunity for 12 to 15 minutes before each game to present your team now it doesn't mean that you have to now create a baseball infield or softball infield or something that you're not comfortable with look at you're all doing drills you're all doing something with your team. Take your best presentation of your team, and this will be defensive-minded. Okay, I, yeah. would, I would suggest that this, this, this uh, anticipate this is going to be defensive-minded. It's much easier to pull off. So, take your best defensive-type drills that include as many people as possible with your team, and just roll it out there. Don't be afraid to mess it up. Right. And if and if it's if the slots allow for five games because it's really about the experience you're going to get. And, and if it goes back to four, you're going to get four to five chances at a 15, 12 to 15 minute presentation. Yeah. And then my role with you is that we're going to be there. We're going to be visible at the main complex and walking around and not telling you what you're doing wrong and why it doesn't work, but really just kind of helping you along. Because if we can, if this catches where we're, think about it, I mean, yeah, ideally it'd be great if you and I can go and hit an infield to, uh, to 25 teams each and yeah, uh, yeah sure. Not okay. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so realistically, can we, I, I believe that, again, what you've built for your program, what we've built here, that we have something to offer to the coaches in, in kind of what works. And so I'm excited about, it took a little while to get this in the pocket, yeah. you know, and kind of think, because we were going to recreate kind of what happened last year, but it just didn't feel right. Um, didn't feel right. Too many no. people. Too many people. It's too crowded um, to watch the swings, um, to have people pitch. Um, there's just so many variables and it got to be kind of a, a crowded mess. I mean, right. I, I, you know, you were looking for a seat in a subway. Just it, it, there's, I don't know. I just think this is going to highlight more of the teams themselves. Yeah. So if um, a coach from a particular school comes out and they want to watch team a because they have three players that are 2021s that they've had interest in, or they've communicated with um, we'll show them. And it, when you have, let's say you have, you know, 13 kids out there on defense in, in 10, 15 minutes, sure. we can, I can give them all a few opportunities to show what they're going to well, do. You hit your whole in baseball, you hit your infield in 15 minutes. So yeah. in your, your pride infield, what yeah. did you say was 11 or 12? Uh, yeah. It wasn't, we had 12 minutes yeah. yeah, and you're covering outfield and infield. Yes. And it, and like I said, if, if that's what you can do as a coach, there's a great opportunity. We have some coaches that can handle the bat a little bit. That's mm-hmm. a great opportunity. If that's not, don't worry about it. There's lots of things you can do. If you have, uh, you know, have a lot of speed kids on your team, you know, and, and, and if you watch this podcast, you have some time between now and a couple of days from now, next, next week to, and, and to reach out to us. <laughs> hey, I, I, this yeah. is the majority of what my kids are doing. So you don't want to present them in a fashion that's not, you don't have a super athletic team. Okay. What do I do? How do I present this team? What do I, what's the best thing for me to do? You know, the, when I mentioned creating value, if athleticism's not there, well, what about her energy? What about the way she communicates? What about uh, her efficiency? Uh, the fact that she can cheat a step on this and that because she anticipates. There's so, there's so many different ways to create value. It's not always throwing hard and hitting far and right. running fast. Those are three obvious, yeah. right? Slappers, power hitters, and, and, and great pitchers. But the value, 
And we know this, the contributions of not just the great players from our programs, but those are all team wins, right? Mm -hmm. And every championship and things like that. So I want our coaches to understand that, that there's a lot of different ways that you can create something interesting. And the discomfort that, that might come to you is just that if you're not a creative person, you don't feel prepared, reach out to us. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Reach out to it. I think that's and, really important. And we had talked about this. We'll have Travis set up our games, maybe the first round. Um, you want to learn how to hit them, how to watch? Come watch our infield. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll put that on display, no different than um, you have uh, Sean or TJ, one of those teams, or I got Tony, I have uh, Racamonte, I'll have other teams that mm -hmm. can do the same thing mm -hmm. efficiently and work. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and, and watch that. If you don't know, ask. I mean, everybody knows where to find us. Right, you right. Know, it's not like we hide in a door. I think if we can paint that that picture, and, and like I said, I think the thing that I'm really proud of with our collaboration and collaboration with other heads of organizations is that we are accessible yeah. and that we want to be. The fact that we're learning how to be accessible and we're learning how to build the things that, that our coaches and our families need, you know, that's one thing. The perception of us is another thing. We have all kinds of outlets in the Firecracker program. Uh, finding a way for me to get them to plug into those outlets because there's plenty of knowledge there's it's plenty hard. of stuff here but th those are all things that we're learning so putting ourselves in that position and then wanting our coaches equally comfortable with the fact that look it's like we said to our players be comfortable with your discomfort you know yeah. that this is new territory um be prepared for this because that's what the Batbusters and firecracker collaboration is really about is what does our industry need that is the crying thing and you and i are just we're ready to answer the call, yeah. you know, and not knowing what's going to happen, but we're going to uh, at least going to put the effort out. There. There's similarities. I, I don't, um, I don't know what people want to know all the time. Um, right. I wait to get questions. People send me questions all the time and I respond and right. I don't know exactly the best methods to approach things. You got a good jump on me with some of the things you guys do uh, with communicating with the coaches. I know you're working on some different aspects um, with your, with your form and stuff like right. that. Um, those are all things that I think people just merely want a piece of our mind or a piece of our time right. and response to some of this stuff. And so here again at this event, you know, and I have, you know, just like you guys, I have my NorCal teams come down a lot. They're, right. they're going to be here. Um, I'm going to show them. I want to talk to them about how right. to lay this out and how to best apply this. So right, right. That's, the, that's the idea. I think that's part of uh, what works in our relationship as well, too, because some of the some of the structure and some things that we're doing off the field, you know, uh, that we can lend that to you. But really, we look at how the inside of how you train your players and how they are physically ready, mm -hmm. how they're mentally ready across the across the board. So it, it kind of works both ways. So it would be great if we could. I want to put too much pressure on Travis but uh that'd be great you, you and I can he run can our pregame earlier in the yeah. day and so coaches plan on that you know go and see uh, t uh 11 12 or 12 to 15 of what Mike would do with his team and then and then 12 to 15 what I do with mine and I tell you what I, I'd like to I, I want to watch some part of it but that's kind of a cool thing to be part of because I you know um I'm a creature of watching um I will watch what people do and things that I see that mm, that's interesting right. and I'll implement that maybe in my own style but I'll implement some of that stuff that's how this has all come about just right. by merely observing right. what people do that work aren't that's what we all are we're yeah. a collection of every coach that yeah. not only that has coached us coached against us uh, uh who's beat us who's yeah. as players as coaches or that that's always so so when we talk about what we don't know being transparent about that but what they do have from you is a level of experience so i would say this to your coaches because 
being questioned is just part of this. Having confidence that you can do this is is part of this. And we would want we want our coaches to be confident. Um, I would say this to any all Batbuster coaches is you know you have to understand if you do what Mike does at his level or higher then your opinion or don't be so quick to dismiss things when there's something up there and let's just say uh, what's happening on the field, right? Because everyone's got an opinion. There's a million experts in softball, yes. okay? Now, if if that holds true, then there's something to gain from just your experience, just your opinion based on your experience, uh, you know, the amount of innings at this level. And that's what I would suggest coaches to get inside. It's like when I have a student or a player and they're taking lessons with a former Olympian or someone, and the and the the lesson itself can fall into like a typical lesson kind of format. Mm -hmm. uh, and in the end, I look at the kid and I go, "Wow, you just worked with Babe Ruth, and you didn't ask him what exactly. it was like to hit with like <laughs> Lou Gehrig, like like." And I'll just tell the kid, you, "You've got to ask her who's the toughest." hitter you ever faced or who's the toughest pitcher you ever hit against or yeah. who got in your head because those are stories and anecdotes that you're you're not going to forget that stuff no. and later on when you're done playing the game i think that's part of it so i think that's a valuable part of that insight because that's what i have is an opinion and experience yep. we're not writing any books no and we're fortunate enough to have done things at a level that a lot of coaches are aspiring to be so that's why i think that we uh, we really try to honor the responsibility of the position we're in to be able to help others so Tony, I think we should go through what exactly the structure is going to be. Let's um, explain to them, you know, that you had talked about the two-hour window. They're, each team is going to have anywhere from 12 to 15 minutes. We don't know exactly. Um, we will in the next. He's got field prep time yeah, that we've got to make sure we got the field ready. we got to make sure because right. we're going to make sure the fields are done. Right. Um, a pet peeve of ours. Maybe somebody will fill in the hole to pitching mound a little bit. But um, the uh, – each team will have 12 to 15 minutes to go out there and hit a fungo, hit infield and outfield to their defense. Um, learn how to put more than one ball in play at a time. Um, learn how to rotate the balls through so nobody's going to get hurt, right. especially the coaches getting hit. Um, but watch the flow of a really well-run infield, and you'd be surprised how many reps each one of your players right. can get if it's done efficiently. Right. And that's what the colleges want to see. Um, you're, you're familiar with your players. No, um, okay, my second baseman really goes to her left well. So I'm going to have her cheat, and, and I'll just – and I'll nudge at her. I'll, I'll stare at her and, like, go like that, and I'll, I'll hit a ball to her, right, to her left. Sure. And, um, and, and those are things that you can highlight that make them look good. Um, and then all colleges want to see them challenged a little bit. Make sure you hit them a ball that's not as easy right. for them and see how they respond. Right. So I think those are good points, little insights into the infield. Um, and, and again, that's a great thing about an infield. So even when you're on the baseball side of things, you can watch 20 teams hit an infield and they all got their own little flavor. Sure. They all got the, you know, each guy handles the bat a little bit. So, yep. so throwing out insight is uh, I tend to not, on a double play ball, I tend not to hit too many balls to a shortstop's left where she's just going to flip the ball up to the second baseman. Too easy. That's, that's <laughs> a, you know, you're highlighting the second baseman's hand, yeah. but now a shot to her right where she's yeah. got to do two steps to her right and then that little quick little throw yeah. to second, you know, the yep. little things like that. I'll have our second baseman cheat more towards the bag when we're turning our double plays because I, I, the rhythm of the, the routine uh, it just stays in time when we're just a little closer. I know the kid can get there from her position, but I don't need each second baseman sprinting, you know, six and seven steps when we're turning double plays in the infield. So you're a little closer, you get yeah. your, your foot on the bag, your pop, and everything just kind of has a, a flow to it. Um, you think about it, uh, you know, 
I, I want to see a first baseman's arm strength, but I'm not only going to just have her throw to third because I know they will throw to third, but yeah. how many times in a year? And yeah, they're going to turn a couple double plays. I'll drop that bunt on our first baseman. Yeah. I want to see her come up because think about how, how many times the right side of the field gets exposed because as coaches, you don't, you don't move that first baseman. Mm -hmm. She's, you know, she might be there cause she's a great hitter. And all of a sudden, you know, you get exposed with some bunts on the right side. So, you know, little things, just think of, of, of functionality. Gosh, uh, you know, just thinking off the top of my head, you could have your infield out there and, and, or a pitcher and, and have her throw a couple pitches. You can have your, your catchers not only throw to second, but you could have your catchers throw to third like a fake bunt steal. So, mm -hmm. you know, a couple, so you're, they're not just throwing to second. So many different ways. You know, what I'd love to see this is, is enough interaction so that in my mind, what I'm seeing is, you know, you go to one field and you see someone running an infield. You go to another field and you've got, uh, gosh, how about this? Maybe slappers from bo both teams. We've got 12 slappers from both teams. So let's use the first 10 minutes to front toss them and contact on the bat and not only get them from home to first, mm -hmm. but let's get them from first to third. You know, watching someone fast run from first to third is so pleasing Unique. today and yeah. that's great. You know, a message to our players, you know, at the end of the day, if you throw hard or you run fast, uh, have we seen that? Does, is it always dependent on a ball being hit to you? What about your warm-ups? Yeah. What about you know running onto the field? What about running out of pop fly or mm -hmm. whatever? So these are little things that in the end, how many times you and I might be watching a game and okay, the game's kind of playing out, kid hits a pop-up. Anytime you notice a runner between first and second base when the ball is caught, you say to yourself, damn. Yeah. That, that was some hustle right there. Just the little tiny things like that. I would suggest that the coaches um, write out a script um, how they want this to run. Um, and I would try and tweak it. If you have four or five games, I would tweak it each game to highlight a different area. Um, like you said, you may want to put the, the, the kids that can bounce the ball and run. Um, you may want to have somebody throw front toss and, 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 and in all reality, if they're doing it correctly, you don't need a screen. You can right. just throw, throw front toss and right. can bounce the ball and run. And, right. you know, um, colleges may want to sit there and time them. You know, right. they'll put a watch on them. Right. Um, and th so take the 15 minutes. It doesn't seem like a lot of time, but you can get a lot done in that time. Right. And, uh, and like you had mentioned, the pitchers throwing to the catchers. Well, you can be hitting fungos to the right fielders and they can be throwing runners out at first base while the pitcher's throwing a pitch and the catchers are throwing down. It doesn't mean you right. have to have more than, you only have one thing going on at a time. So script it, right. you know. And now, now let's go to the, the toughest scenario for a coach. All right, we're all excited. We've never really done this before. Yeah. All right, we think we're ready. And uh, all right, so uh, PG-13, so shit show. Yeah. For your first round, huh. just falls apart join Nothing. the club <laughs> so okay so there you know there, there's going to be that ah ah all right and then let's say you've scripted it and you had four different things you don't need to pull off the the uh, four shit shows in a row uh, you don't yeah. need to go for that maybe just roll out your first one again and make it a little better yeah so we, you know we sent out a debriefing uh, a document to our coaches you know what took place you know what 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 did we do what what can we do differently yeah. uh, kind of how did we go about it and so look at it it would be better to perfect one over four than spread four kind of eh. now so because i, I want to cover the range of our coaches right we have some that will will eat can easily deliver four and we have some that are going to just try to nail sure. one four times but yeah. the big thing i guess that the the point being is um you know we're 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 doing something different and 
don't take the obvious road of, of who's there watching because I promise you that even if nobody's watching, if you can create something and where Mike and I will come in and go, that was good, you know, think about that. If the feedback is right and we can get this in the pocket, this is something that we can recreate. And now you're a college coach. And so what would you want to see? What have you already seen so much of that you're really not inspired to see for the thousandth time now? And what would you be inspired to see as a college coach? And we don't expect college coaches to be inspired by seeing something different because we've already ran into that space a little bit that mm -hmm. it's different. We're excited about a concept, but we're going to work hard to deliver that concept. And I don't know how long that's going to take us before we get it. But in the end, whatever timeline that is, I see us having multiple concepts of events, everything from uh, coaches clinics to, to uh, recruiting events, to uh, combines, to multi-organizational type things. Like yeah. there's a, I want people to know that, you know, the good news is there's a lot of places to take this, um, you know, so, so I, I'm excited about it. It's, uh, it's always a little good, scary. But It'll work out I, fine. I like that. It's softball. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Um, but uh, it, and people need to understand last year, we, you know, you and I were sitting there at a table talking about the amount of money that we saved these teams from right. and the parents right. from uh, paying to go to a, a, a quote unquote camp. Right. Um, and this year, basically the only, the kids that are untested from on deck um, will have the opportunity to go out and be tested again. Um, that's the, the separate fee. That's a $20 fee that right. they'll pay. And that was not a problem last year, which right. the teams have to pay. The players need to pay the coaches and the coaches will write a check on deck, on deck measurements. Um, but the, um, the whole structure of the thing is something that's going to be unique, but yet we took out two, uh, four hours on Saturday and four hours on Sunday. And what we did is we put in games and that's what the, the longer time wanted. slots, the coaches wanted games. They right. wanted more games, but yet they still wanted that, that ability to be seen a little bit more. So this is what we came up right. with. We're going right. to, we're going to break the, the thing down a little bit more so you have more time to highlight your kids and then they'll play a game. Cause sometimes your left fielder may not get a ball. Um, right. in, in a couple games. So we're going to try and highlight that. And just we're trying to touch all bases. As I think that's a great point. So let's say they, they uh, uh, you know, you hit a few balls to your outfielders and in, in infield or they've, they've seen your shortstop and your middles uh, uh, just run through the routines. Now the fly ball or one play in a game seals the deal instead of creates the interest. Can I have, can I see a profile for yeah. that player? Yeah. Now the one game play, the one ground ball or three or wherever it might, you know, you never know in a game time. But yeah. now, you know, it's like, it's like the, uh, it's like hitting when, when the home run generates the interest. Well, okay, good. Now you got to hit another home run to seal the yeah. deal. Yeah. But if you've done enough things and, and, and as far as understanding how to appeal to people, your double off the fence is what seals the deal because yeah. you've already inspired someone by the way that you're playing, the way that you're carrying yourself. And that coach, you know, I love when a coach comes up and says, I don't know what it is about that kid. Yeah. But tell me about it. That happens her. a lot. You know, and those yeah. are that, you know, you and I were talking before we started about the, the, the little things that goes into our coaching that people don't think about that it's creating that response from someone because they don't realize that that's built in, you know, mm -hmm. the way they're walking on the field, the way they're talking on whatever they're doing like that. Yep. So, uh, I, I'm excited. So the value, and I know we've talked about the, uh, uh, Alistair's Derek and Joanne many times, but if you haven't heard this, their, their credibility with coaches, the relationships they have with college coaches. Um, and, and I'll tell you, this is something I saw with them last weekend for as hard as they work, they still sit their mic and watch. Yeah. They watch players. And at the end of the day, 
it, it is they will go through players and and it is I would tell you what that's amazing to me because they have a lot on their plate they're doing a lot they go from town to town they're they're this is the busy time yeah. of their season but they're still doing what got them here yeah with, with that level of credibility they watch players and they know who these players are so whether a coach is at your field or not or one or three or five or twenty or zero uh, getting in the Alistair's hands and letting them uh, evaluate you is still one of your best bets in recruiting. I think that's yep. important. And it will always be getting in their network, um, getting just to know them and uh, attending their events, wherever it may be, um, and, and going through the combine situation and getting in their program and, their, and, and having them have the ability to know you. Um, you'd be surprised how many people they communicate with on a regular basis right. about things that just come up. This kid left, this kid left. I need somebody dropped out. I need this. And they're, they're a resource for a lot of these schools to um, get truthful um, feedback and, right. and and so it's that part is priceless and we're glad to have them out there I uh, I wanted to mention to you I guess we'll do it on on the air here but uh, we're gonna uh, be bringing out mama sports again so remember they brought out the uh, interactive yeah. uh, app at the Fullerton event that we did so okay. mama sports um, has the pitch rec recognition app that is uh, it's really a useful tool it's for visual acuity it's it's the 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 example I always use is is like a police officer learning to read license plates yeah so the first three or four if you're only reading one a week or two or three a week or 11 but if you're reading 300 a week you know your eyes your acuity develops and it's it's proven science so I like good science I yeah. like good science that's not just information but it's yeah. applicable and it, uh, it there's some some tangible development there and I mean gosh we everybody knows everybody knows but not enough people really get into tune with the decision you make as a hitter, what you swing at determines your hitter. Pretty much. You know, there, there, there hasn't been a, a great launch angle uh, recorded with a, a, a ground ball to third no. or a pop up to first. It's always about squaring up on the ball, no. you know. And so, so they're going to be out. They're going to come out as well too. They're going to set up a tent, and so we run your players by that tent because it's it's a really short process. But what it does is, um, what I like about the app nowadays is that with Kobe Bryant coming in with his uh, um, mentality, the Mamba mentality is he's extremely competitive, he's effort oriented. So they built something into the app where you're not just watching um, the pitch recognition app, re recognition app is you're watching a pitcher pitch and then you're going to watch the distance of the ball and you're going to guess the pitch. Mm -hmm. So when you first start the app, you're watching the, the ball. Oh, I, I could be wrong, but it might be 30 feet. And so you're watching, you're tracking the pitch and then you decide you have so much time to track, uh, decide yeah. what pitch it is. As you develop your, your ability, the distance gets shorter to the point where ideally you're recognizing the pitch out of the hand. What Kobe implemented is that now when you guess, you're guessing against a, a computer-generated opponent. So yeah. not only are you guessing, trying to guess it right, you're trying to beat someone. Yeah. And they have just found that that competitive drive, trying to beat someone as opposed to not trying to screw up or not getting enough our, to not move to world. the next, you know, yeah. yeah. So so I'm excited. So, uh, you know, there are a couple of things out there. And uh, like I said, let us know. Let us know what you're thinking. You know, we, we appreciate when you, you like what's going on. That's always nice whenever we're approachable for a compliment. If you like this or that or if the the signage for the snack bar or something. It's all, all these little things go into event because the experience from not only the players and the coaches, but uh, um I think little brothers, I think, you know, when you want to get something, every little thing goes into an event. So we're going to appreciate everybody's uh, feedback on this. And we're, uh, we're excited to see what happens. Yeah, and it's like anything, we take feedback. Please speak up um, when you're there. Um, we're going to try to, and, and you and I are, it's going to be a new situation for us. So trying to be at different places. I'll have my coaches. Um, we'll be out and about too to help and advise and try to 
direct. But uh, if you have a question on, I I don't I don't know, Mike, if I know how to do this. Sure. <clears throat> I'll, I'll, sure. I'll I'll step in and do sure, it. Sure, but, sure. Uh, um, I'd rather teach you how to do it, and I'd rather have you speak up, and I'll give you some ideas. But yeah. uh, um, it'll be good. It'll be I, really I like good. the fact that uh, the. Oh, gosh, I think of the first times uh, our organizations coexisted, the coaches meeting, uh, maybe the first event, you know, there was a little bit of this looking around. The last couple of times we've done this, it's been really cool because our our families are used to it. Yeah. And so uh, this the the last uh, event that we did and playing with you down in J. Sarah. Yeah. And and just it felt like we're all at a barbecue. Yep. And it, so it took a little while for the familiarity to happen, but yeah. I think it's really cool. And I encourage people to work work with other teams within your organizations, work with other organizations. Every time you find yourself getting frustrated with something or, you know, we were talking earlier about, you know, there's an open weekend, what do we do? And then you just, you know, you spend X amount of dollars on a tournament because that's what it is. Get creative, you know, yeah. create things, create your own events, create your own. We just did something a couple of weeks ago and, and it wasn't, it was four different sites, three or four different sites. Yeah. And, and really each site got to make the net profit off of all we want to do was bring our teams together and then allow some people to generate some revenue from themselves. And we're talking about two field complexes at, at high schools. And they were great. And, and the situation was perfect. And we'll, we'll continue to do that. Yeah. Um, it, it's going to get to the point to where, to where, uh, if there's a softball field there, you can do something. One field limits you a little bit. You can get some good things done and workouts and things like that. But as, as something as small as a two field complex, and there's a lot of high schools that, that have that situation, yeah. gives us some more flexibility and some op, uh, opportunities to work within it. So uh, I think that's it. And look for the next one. Um, the coaches need to, um, and in fact, maybe by this, you know, next week when we're out in uh, at uh, Rosetta, Maybe we can have a list of our potential next dates where people can get involved with a Batbuster Firecracker friendly. Um, they work very well. Yeah. Um, they're good games. Um, Rob even put a, a team together. Uh, um, what they call them? Uh, uh, the Batcrackers bat or something crackers like that. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, they, so they merged the team had, together to fill some game slots. But how, how great was that? Just again, you know, you're thinking how how far everything has come, and it, and it, and it's. And it's pretty cool. But yes, definitely keep your eyes. So this event is uh, go to Triple Crown website yep. and you can find it there. It's the Batbuster Firecracker Organizational Challenge challenges uh, challenge. Um, I know that a lot of our coaches are living week to week right now. So uh, guys and ladies, uh, um, you go from penciled in to paid, get, get your stuff in because uh, I, I get how the, the economy works right now. And so then we'll get start cranking out that schedule, start pairing teams up, um, start creating kind of the, how this can look. The earlier you can do this, the longer you give Travis time to look at which teams are there. If you're penciled in and you're not paid, he can't rely on you. And so, you know, again, and what you and I want to do is look at the teams and go, look, so w what are the best matchups? What are the times? And, and again, don't take it personal if you're not in this or that, because we're all, we're all figuring things out. We try to wheel everything through anyways. Yeah. So uh, check out the website and uh, make sure that you're getting signed up for that. And and uh, we look forward to seeing everybody out there and just taking swings and taking hacks. See if we can make contact. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah. Right. Should be a good day. Yeah. Mike, thanks for coming in. Thanks. All right. Take we'll care. See you soon. Okay. Thanks. Thanks.